You know, most of these kids these days, actually, I can't speak for most. I'll speak for the kids that I know, and it's not like I know many, but I'll use my cousin's children as an example, because I don't have nieces or nephews. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. Uh, I'm not going to go and become like this huge Bill Cosby comedian White fan Cosby's and butt. buy all his stuff and listen to all his material. But if I was forced to babysit him for three years, it'd be hard to forget that, or it would hardly be hard to remember uh, every time he said something funny, oh yeah, you raped 50 women. At yeah, one point I, he would say something funny and I would forget all that and I would laugh at it. No, right. Not letting him make a drink for me either. Ooh, here all Try your waitress, tip the veal. Oh my gosh. I have to roofie myself just to get laid some nights. <laughs> no, no, we're just dicking up. Oh yeah, right. Oh my gosh. Really, we are uninformed. Just a bunch of imitators that suck. Hold on to your dicks. Back in the day, I used to watch WCW. No, no, we're just dicking up. Zero room for error. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. But it's more you know, rules and regulations. You know, it's, 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 it's got a no, no, we're just dicking up. Really, we are way. uninformed. You have to. It's, it's, it's Miami. It's South Beach. You got to have a little bit of that. Right. You got to understand your... Uh... Your fan base demographic there yeah right um but first man did you see it i did not i am uh that's pretty bad i love how you have the tim richmond shirt oh yeah <laughs> i see it's just got his car i got one too where it's his it's his head and he's got like a mustache and a beard carrie hates it when i wear that in public well nobody knows who the hell tim richmond is unless you're like a diehard nascar fan nobody's gonna know who the hell he is even the casual fans, you know, they, they don't. Are there a shitload of NASCAR fans in uh, Georgia? I would say it's probably more of a cultural thing here than it is like up north. Where up north you'll find people. I wouldn't say there's more down here than there more is than there's more up north. But it's more of a cultural thing down here. Everybody grew up with it, so they, they know it more than just your Joe Blow in the street up, up in uh, you know, Philly. Right, and it's huge up in like northern PA. Like they don't, yes. they're not really like Eagles fans like Philly is. They're no. more like NASCAR. Let's go, yeah, baby! Yeah, and there's something in the water, the drinking water up there, I think, with the school and everything. You know, not knocking those people. That's a great area, too. I love going yeah, up right. there. But and then the track close, the track's pretty close there, too. So, yeah, Pocono, right. Pocono Raceway. But, uh, yeah. So, Pocono yeah, we talk about first man. I don't know if we want to get into the meat and bones of it or if we want to pad a little bit more here uh, until Clark gets on. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, maybe we can uh, do a little. I don't know if you saw Chris Long's quote yeah, today for that about uh, they interviewed him. Uh, I don't know if it was today or in the locker room yesterday. They said, you know, he's like, we got to dig ourselves out of this on our own. Nobody's going to come here and save us. This, oh my this, gosh. Is, this is on us. Chris Long, son of Howie Long, the Eagles defensive lineman who has two Super Bowl championships, I believe. Yes. Back to back, one with the Patriots, then one with the Eagles. Just like LeGarrette Blunt, I think the only time that's ever happened. Yeah, it was ridiculous. They were both on the same team. Right. One from offense and one from defense goes. Kind of missing LeGarrette Blunt right now, not going to lie. I Just knew to get it, something man. something going in the run game, even though he would be so frustrating to watch sometimes if he does that little stupid stutter step at the line of scrimmage when there's no hole, when he can just blow through and, you know, crush like three or four people to get like, you know, two or three yeah, yards right. at least. But He's been yeah, passed right. from team to team, one-year contract to half-year contracts. The Steelers cut him, I think. 
Yeah, they did. Yeah, and then the Patriots picked him up and they won a Super Bowl. They cut him when him and Le'Veon Bell got busted for weed. <laughs> they kept Bell and cut him. Wow. Like in the preseason, like three or four, like three or four <laughs> years ago. That's when the Patriots picked him up. Well, Garrett's uh, fortunes have uh, worked out better. I would say. Yeah, I'd say I'd say so. His age and everything, because he's not. I don't, I don't even think he's playing this year. I don't know if he's on a team or not. <laughs> he's on the Lions, but he's so banged up. I, I picked him up one day on fantasy because I think like all of a sudden, you know, it was like, oh, Legarrette Blunt's healthy. He'll get eighty yards like throughout an entire game that you won't even really notice. And yeah. and then I think the next game he had like thirty yards. Oh, yeah. wow! Or you know, you always hope for that. They just give, oh, feed him the ball wow. on the goal line. At least you get uh, some points right, out. Right, that's who he is. You oh, know? Yes. he's that yeah. guy. Just a garbage fantasy player. <laughs> that is absolutely by accurate. Game. Hey, boys, that is absolutely accurate. Speaking is that God? of speaking of fantasy, I haven't been it. on the thread, the Yenta thread, in like a month. I have noticed that the, you should see the new picture on it. Oh. It's uh, Ryan posted a picture. It's your face, and it's like missing, missing for three weeks or something. It's pretty good. It's pretty fun. <laughs> you you got to check it out. You just check out for a little while, taking a break from it. Uh, dude, you know what I did one time? I just turned off all notifications on my phone because it was crushing my battery. And like a week and a half went by, and I'm like, shit, I haven't said anything. I haven't even checked it. And now I don't want all the kickback. <laughs> For like saying, hey guys, sorry, I've I've been gone for a week and a half, so I'm just seeing how long I can go. Oh, there goes the dynamite! Tootus, the underscore podcast, so I'm just chiming in now. All I heard was, uh, it's been a week, guys, I'm just going to see how long I can go, and clearly it's sex Oh, there goes the dynamite! House. Bob, it's great to see your face, man, you look good, <laughs> glad to have you on the show. <laughs> we are approaching the, I believe, the 65th anniversary in just a couple of days here of the assassination of uh, President John Fitzgerald yeah, right. Kennedy. Is it 65? I don't know. I'm not a math guy. Oh, okay. Five, five. I know it's, he died in 63, and five years ago was 2013, and that would make it something five. Yes. But anything past oh. 10 years or 20 years, you just better start dicking the piper. Because I'm, I'm helping you with math. I'm helping you with math. Dicking the piper. Now, your shirt is Tim Richmond. Yeah. Uh, you want to go waste uh, 30 minutes of our lives again on that topic? We can do the question. 30 the minutes. By the way, I went to – I was hanging out with a buddy Sunday, <laughs> and I went to – but and I thought of you, Bob, and I actually mentioned you. I went to CBS. He works at CBS, and uh, we were hanging out. He's like, you want to go to the studio? And I was like, fuck yeah, I want to go to CBS. So we get to CBS. Awesome. Like eight, eight security oh. checkpoints and everything. We get up there. And he's showing me like the set, and it's Sunday, so there's like a cleaning crew there and like a security guy, and that's it. He's showing me like the sound stages where they film the shows and all this stuff, and it's really cool. So he shows me his office, and he's an engineer, so he's got like eight computer screens and all this. And on the right screen was just NASCAR, and I was like, "Why do you have NASCAR already playing on a Sunday?" He's like, "Oh, it's always playing. It's what I watch at work." And I was like, "My friend Bob likes NASCAR. Do you know about the guy that I ate? I couldn't think of his name." And he's like, yeah, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, yeah, the AIDS guy. He's like, yeah, there's more to it than that, than AIDS. But um, but I thought of you. And I guess yeah, the right. question the world has tonight is, of course, what is going on with Tim Richmond in heaven? Bob, you speak to him through the afterlife Sick. frequently. How's Mr. Richmond doing? Sick. Or hell? I kept thinking you were saying Sick. CVS. I was like, what the fuck? Who cares? That would be great. Executive oh, at wow. CVS. 
we went to see oh he's like a like a president there no he, no he's in stock he has the stock key stock. to the razor blades clark is really in to the pharmacies and i love the, it the convenience stores really speaking it's of, a hobby speaking of razor blades you know when you go into like cvs or target walgreens and you want to buy razors or toothbrush and you, they have the security and you have to call somebody yeah well yeah. i went to target and when i go into target the countdown begins of when uh meltdown mode starts i have to be in and out in 15 minutes or i'm I'm losing it everything about target pisses me off there's always people bumping into you the lines there's nobody you can help you i i, I hate target i just can't wait check to... out lanes and one is open right and all the people the people are annoying and they're slow and there's kids and i yeah just, right i i just want them to go out of business i want too amazon oct- to... too many octogenarians i yeah, can't right. wait till amazon kills the, the those stores yeah. so i went in i went in there and I went to go get – I had to get uh, replacements for the cutting-edge radio replacements oh. for the toothbrush, the electric toothbrush. And it had one of those oh. things, you know, like security call. Oh, and, God. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not in the mood mistaken. to do this. So I just started breaking it off. I just ripped it out of the thing. I, I disabled the device. I broke it. Oh, A my security gosh. guard probably could have considered that shoplifting, but I, I paid for it. Oh, my it. gosh. Yeah. But I figured there's this place is so inefficient. No one's gonna come. No one's monitoring this closely. No one's probably even watching the cat. So I just broke it, ripped it off, and I paid oh for it. Gosh. It was like an, in half oh my when gosh. I went to the register. Like like the package was in half. I dropped. It didn't say anything. I was like, I'm not waiting for your. I'm not gonna steal your eighteen dollar replacement head. Oh, you when, cut out the middleman. Whenever I have a, uh, whenever I have a, uh, an errand, an errand. What a weird word. An errand yes. to run. Uh, at Target, I usually steal like uh, at least one thing, like a maybe like a, a Marvel action figure or this T-shirt that yeah. I'm wearing. I've stolen them all, so I really have no reason to go anymore. Do you really steal? No. I was gonna say, <laughs> I, I could, I, I get like track record. It's just funnier than I've, if I than buying them. The closest I've gotten to stealing something at Target was I got a bunch of cat food. And when I left, one was like in the cart that I took out, like it fell down, yeah, right. and I didn't pay for it. And I was like, "It's mine now. I'm not going back." I've in done there. that. Yeah. Or like a TV that accidentally falls into the cart, and you accidentally wrap it up with something else, like trash, and you steal. I mean, that's no. Or like um, when you just rip the tag off sunglasses and put them on and walk out. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy that Bob's here tonight. It's been way too long. We really want him on the show. And before we get into that, I just want to do a quick plug. You can check out some gear Brangible. at kingbandproductions.net. Jeff Hassinger. Let me tell you something. I've been getting notifications on, Let's on go, the baby! red shirt where we sell the merchandise. Yeah, you know, some I know, of the new shirt has been sold. But they don't give you the details of the person. Oh, my gosh. Like a third-party site. But it's been Jeff Rules Hassinger. Rules and regulations. He's buying these shirts, and he sent me some pictures of him in these shirts. He's like, I need to see some more. Really? Like, we I are need more, more, like, more availability and like more options. So I was like, I'll, I'll design some more. But Jeff is like the one buying these shirts. I think he's bought like seven this year. He he's just we- buying them. Yeah, he was wearing that Germany one, the hashtag Germany with like the flag on it. It's a, and it's a black, so the, the black GE where the <laughs> letters are, like doesn't come through. It looks like it just says man. Herman. It looks like it says Herman. <laughs> but he's been buying these shirts, and I'm like, oh, it's him. I was like, hey, Dad, thanks. You know, I'm proud. I'm happy that, you know, you're buying like our swag, but, you know. I don't know if the German the reminder is something that we need to be wearing and, and broadcasting yeah, right. oh, no, with my Jewish no. wife. It's not a Nazi shirt. It's just Germany. Germans you, are proud. Did you pick that shirt for a reason? Is that was that a backhanded kind of you know well, alt right? 
There's only two country shirts available, Ireland and yeah, Germany. Right. Uh, we should probably get a Sweden one in there since we're huge in Sweden, Bob. Yeah, I don't right. know if you know this. Our numbers have skyrocketed in Sweden. Just killing it. Braggadocious. so big. Crushing it in Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. Braggadocious. Yeah, I go down to see my son John and his Jewish wife. What do you guys want to talk about tonight? I, I know uh, we, we usually request. talk about a lot of a bevy of issues when we're on the show, but uh, Ooh, the there question, the dynamite. Guess, is, we'll get into the sports with John, but complaining about a, a, a football score being too lopsided. Does that hurt your little feelings out there, Snowflakes? Is that too oh, John, 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 John. Because you want it to be more even so John, This is John, new John, to me. John, John. This is new to me, but I'm just going to dick the oh. baby. There are people complaining that the Saints were too hard on the Eagles. Be on board for that. And I read an article that confirmed this. Where should they have kept scoring or should they have... No, it's it's a game. Oh, you, 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 get it, you get 99 points if you can. Shame on the other team for losing. Shame on the Eagles for losing. I hate it. And I, I was very upset that they lost at that score. But that's sports. That's the game. Now, if it's baseball and it's like, you know, 150 to nothing, maybe you want to call the game. But with football, you just play. You're getting paid millions of dollars. People bought tickets. You play the game. Stop complaining. Am I right or am I right? Am I right? Right. Right. I'm going to have to agree with you on that. I think uh... – <laughs> These are grown-ass men. They're professional athletes. Yeah, right. If you don't like them running the score up on you, stop them. Really, we well, are uninformed. Every once in a while, you're going to take an ass beating. Oh, my gosh. Let me I tell think you Chris something. Long said it best. Uh, was either Let me tell you today or today in the locker room Frangible. or when they had their press conference Frangible. today. I don't think a team was at the facility. It was just uh, Carson right. and Doug. But uh, Chris Long said, you know, the only people that can save us is ourselves. We can only Nobody's going to come rescue us here. It's we got to put it back together. So – you know, I, if you're if you're a fan crying about the Saints running the score up on you, then you know, screw you. You don't you don't know anything about football. Those That's, are like the people that complain about end zone dances. It's like, first of all, <laughs> shithead. Have you ever been in the end zone? It's impossible not to dance if you carry the ball over the line. I'm sorry, black or yeah, white. I and admire your frangible. Just don't let them score on you. Don't let them run up right. the score, you piece of shit. Yeah, with baseball, it's different because the pitcher's arm can be worn out and they have no one left, and it's like, be on board uh, that you're kind of like taking advantage of this now. Be on board for I that admire your spaghetti on the end zone uh, dance because if you're if you're in the end zone and you have 60,000 people screaming that you just scored, you're going to want to dance. I did it in a practice. I did it when I ejaculated the other night in the shower. I mean, I did it at a practice. I can't see it. When John scored a touchdown. Oh, my gosh. I see that. Oh, my gosh. Don't know how to follow that one up. We were talking oh about my gosh. Apollo 11. <laughs> yes. Uh, wait, so, a, what are wait we, a second. What? Good shoehorn there. Oh, Bob yes. still hasn't seen the movie. I haven't oh, seen yes. First Man. Have you seen it? No. I have not seen it. I'm very offended, Bob, that they didn't show the American flag in there. I'm such a <laughs> snowflake. Yeah. Well. No, I'm kidding. That's uh, yeah, I know. We talked about that last time. Where we did? In, yeah, everybody knows America landed on the moon. Neil Armstrong did it, but he didn't say we came there for America. And it's obvious America landed on the moon, but he said it's one small step for a man, one giant for a man, one giant leap for mankind. Ooh, regular. Uh, he did it for so a Astronaut. Hey, Bob, I didn't tell you this, man. I, I I took my first flying lesson the other week. I saw pictures of it. How yeah, one. Well, you're still here, so it went pretty well. It went swimmingly. Uh, the 9-11 jokes weren't appreciated in the con. No, I, I didn't do that. But the um, and I would never do that. But 
Yeah, I took a it was a Piper uh, Cherokee. Nice. It was cool, man. They're older planes. I, I don't know. Planes aren't like mm. cars where you can look at it and guess the year. I mean, a Piper Cherokee between 1980 and 90 is like, yeah, Cherokee. it was probably an early 80s, late 70s one. But the instrumentation Piper has Cherokee. changed that much no. in those planes in those years. Cherokee chicken. <laughs> but uh, I know you're a flying enthusiast. I, I, I need to get back uh, back to doing that. Uh, do you have something particular in history hour you wanted to discuss, or do you want me to kick off with uh, a, a, a topical baby's assignment? Awake. Keep oh, baby's awake. What the fuck? Uh, what the fuck? Well, we, I, I did have a little thing fuck? on just you know the actual moon landing itself and some of the stuff the that fuck? happened during the actual descent of the lunar module. Let's go, baby. We can talk about oh, that. Yeah. We can just shoot from the hip here. Yeah, let's, let's shoot yeah. from the hip. I'm really interested in that too because uh, it's such an interesting part of history. I rewatched Chop Chap McQuiddick the other night for the third time, and when they show the moon landing on TV, you're like, oh, yeah. imagine well, what's going on in those people's minds. Nation in a, in a time. And he looks at his fuel gauge. He's got about three minutes of fuel oh, left, so he disengages the army, flies it manually over top of the crater, floats it over a little bit, and then finally touches down uh, in the Sea of Tranquility on the moon oh. with three, three seconds of fuel left. He only had three Dude, seconds. What is the Sea of the, Tranquility? Is that. This is that was the, that was the landing site. This that was is the landing site for Apollo 11. Oh, wow. This scene, I'm sure, is depicted in the film, but I feel like that's yeah. something that's amazing how close that was. They should talk about that more. That should be that's yeah. like Apollo 13 status of how close you come to being destroyed. Yeah, they were, you know, they run and they were to the point where, too, if they had run out of fuel off that, they were, you know, they're only like 20 feet off the surface, or like 30 or 40 feet off the surface, you know, moving at a couple hundred miles an hour, you know, slow down. If they ran out of fuel at that height, they they would have they wouldn't have been able to abort. They would have crashed into the surface. They would have been toasted Jabberwockies. <laughs> that would have been it. Dude, that's crazy though that that happened that close. Three seconds of fuel left. Uh, upon landing on the sea, touchdown of the sea of tranquility. Yeah, that's so, insane. That's unheard of. Is Apollo Eleven, in your opinion, Bob? Because I know you're you're a big NASA enthusiast. You know more than than most. Uh, the most significant. Space flight because of what happened. I'd have to. I'm. I'm kind of a mark for the space shuttle, just because of what that. That was an unbelievably. That was just an incredible flying machine, and the balls it took to sit on that thing for the first mission. Man, with John Young and Robert Crippen was unbelievable. Let's go, baby. That, there were so many things, so many more things that could have gone wrong, and that just, you know, let's go, baby. Around the Earth and. A lot can go wrong on the moon. I, I still think you got to put the moon, land, the first moon landing up there, though. You know, but from sure, like get, it has to do with respect. Yeah, from an engineering standpoint, and you know, aerospace and all that stuff, space shuttle right. is way more impressive. What was the name of the first <laughs> shuttle mission? The name of the shuttle was it Endeavor? Uh, Columbia. Columbia. Yeah, STS one. <laughs> Why STS-1? Columbia? They they named the shuttles after uh, famous uh, ships. You know, expeditionary ships that like the British would uh, send out. You know, in the 1500s or 1700s. That I think Endeavor, the one, the shuttle they named Endeavor was named after a ship that explored Antarctica in the 17 or 1800s. Oh so, shit! You know what's place Challenger? You know what's weird is on Oasis's debut album, the there's four tracks in a row there, called in this order. It's called Up in the Sky, Supersonic, Columbia, and then Falling Down. Uh, which, which is kind of bizarre. Yeah. And somebody pointed that out to me, and I just said, 
not only is that amazing, but you have way too much time on your hands to put yeah. that reference together. Yeah. And that Supersonic. Was, uh, those songs came out before Columbia broke up. 1991. Yeah, yeah, early. 94, I think. Um, but back to the Apollo program. When did they stop? Supersonic. When did the Apollo program cease? When the shuttle program was initiated? They shut down the Apollo program, I believe. They agreed in like 1970 they, were gonna, it was, they weren't going to fly past Apollo 18. I mean, Apollo 17. They canceled Apollo 18 and Apollo 19. They already had the rocket built for Apollo 18, but it was they didn't they weren't going to fly the mission. Um, that rocket's at Kennedy Space Center. Okay. John and I actually saw it when we went there on a on a uh, visit. Like Amazing. Would you, six years would, larger than would life. you would you rather uh, be a successful astronaut on one of the shuttle programs, or be a general who lives and commandeers many victories throughout the Civil War? Shuttle. Really? Okay. That speaks uh, volumes. Uh, so you'd rather be an astronaut than a war hero? Yes. Bob has cool. a Lego life's it's to scale model of the Saturn V, too. Oh, it takes shit. up like, it's like three skyscrapers tall. It's crazy. Huge. Uh, the codes this Huge. thing breaks and jokes. Yeah, I'm right. I'm definitely compensating for something. It's wild. <laughs> Saturn V. Explain to me again the Saturn V. What that, was that the rocket that launched Apollo 11 into space? That was those are the Apollo rockets. It launched men men to the moon. Uh, it was three hundred and sixty three feet tall. So you're talking a little bit taller than half of you know a little bit higher than half the size of the Washington Monument. And most powerful rocket ever built. Seven million pounds of thrust. Uh, the launch it. You know when the engines would fire, they'd actually be like they explained it. It was like you know being on top of a if you're holding a garden hose down down farther on the <laughs> nozzle and how it kind of waves and you know whips in the oh, air. Yeah. They said they'd see like they wouldn't be moving yet, but they'd see the tower moving back and forth. Oh almost my like, fucking this thing. god! Crazy. Oh, thank you. You better, you better watch your mouth. You're getting Jimmy Crack corn right in the Nantucket. Rams lead the Chiefs thirty to twenty-three. Third. Kind of like how the Chiefs were sent west in the Native Tribes during uh, the Trail of Tears <laughs> that uh, Seventh President Andrew Jackson, a Democrat, ironically, which Trump likes, uh, back in the 1800s. Uh, you mentioned the Washington Monument. They're actually doing a Trump Monument, which I don't know what that's going to look like. It's in Russia. It's in the Red Square in, in okay. Moscow. But uh, it's, it's they're building one. It's it's amazing. <laughs> wow. That's great. That's does great. Trump, does Trump know that uh, Jackson was a Democrat? Because he, he's obsessed with Andrew Jackson. Does he know anything about the guy? I'm sure. I'm sure he knows the basics. I mean, I don't think Trump really cares about historical facts and details or really details but anything i think he has other people worry about that he he right. delegates a lot of that uh Only facts to the intern i would hope he does <laughs> i don't know these. i'm now, sure the uh apollo program had three manned astronauts on each flight if i'm not mistaken that is correct the shuttle required more which jumped it up to seven if i'm not mistaken now Go ahead, Bob. I'm sorry. The shuttle had to have a commander and a pilot. Like the first shuttle mission was a commander and a pilot. But then you had to, in order for like payloads and if they want to do satellite mistaken. repairs and you had mission specialists, payload specialists, mistaken. all kinds of people I'm that you could fly mistaken. up to eight, eight or nine people on the shuttle. They flew one I'm mission before mistaken. the Challenger uh, disaster in 86 where they actually flew an eight-person mission. Okay, because that's my – my question is if what was mistaken. the criteria for the seven? Did they all do the job? Because I always hear like, oh, a teacher was on board, or do they just give like one open seat to somebody else, or did they all like were they all really important? It's funny you mention that uh, actually because it's kind of topical with what's uh, sort of with a, an individual in Florida right now who lost re-election for his Senate seat. 
uh, Bill Nelson. Oh, yeah. uh, NASA, when they flew the shuttle, they first the first few missions were experimental, and then they declared the shuttle operational after STS-4. They had four test flights, essentially, where they took it, put it through its paces, and then STS-5 was the first mission, Columbia, where they were launching a four-person crew. They're going to deploy some satellites and actually, you know, do some work. The shuttle was going to be, you know, the the space shuttle. It was it was bid bid to be to Congress. It was you know advertised to be. So they they NASA treated it. it to this day, to the day they started, they stopped flying it in 2011. It was always an experimental aircraft. There was never anything routine about it. You're talking about, you know, going Mach 26, uh, and then an hour later, you're at wheel stop on a runway in either Edwards Air Force Base, California, or Kennedy Space Center, Florida. Um, there's nothing oh. routine. And there's so many technologies that were used in that thing that were so new. It was the first fly-by-wire vehicle when they were doing the test landings with the unpowered uh, Enterprise, the one that never flew into space, but they they detached it from a 747 and they were doing the test the landings to see if they could actually glide it in if it would actually fly oh is um, that what that was yeah the pilots were the shuttle and some of the guys that ended up flying on the shuttle but uh mattingly who was on apollo 13 test flew the shuttle anyway. Johnny baseball yeah exactly the, the russians uh, the, the soviet union did a had a spacecraft it was the rival of the shuttle but it didn't come close called the buran i believe yes yeah, and and it, it had only had one man mission. We talk about this turtle before we touch, but it was staircase. it was it only had one mission, but it wasn't it was unmanned, right? It was only one uh, unmanned. Yeah, it went two oh orbits and then landed. Oh they, were, they were they uh, were too scared to put men on it. They didn't have uh, the the oh stones, the cojones. Oh my gosh! Because it was like it was a glorified like drone, right? It, it was only yeah. controlled. Yeah, and it looked strikingly similar to our space shuttle. So yeah, gee, I wonder where they came up with all that original stuff. Right. You know, the, the shuttle, they had so many problems yes, in the beginning yeah. just trying to fly the thing with they, they'd be, because of the fly-by-wire. The computers couldn't keep up with all the corrections the pilots were putting into it. So the shuttle, yeah. you know, the pilot would say, okay, I'm, I'm course correcting left, right. You know, he's moving the the uh, the, the stick in front Zero of him, the rudder pedals, and the shuttle would be like a, a half a second or a second delayed on making those motions. They almost crashed it on the first test landing. Zero room for error. Really? Yeah. Zero room for error. It had one flight. Um, and that was in 1988, an unmanned space flight. And it was actually destroyed in 2002 uh, yeah, when I the hangar collapsed. Collapsed. And they, they have a bunch of them that they built, though. There's the, the one that actually flew was destroyed, but they have like three or four of them that they were in various uh, stages of uh, assembly that are still sitting in a, in a hangar to this day. Just I saw I saw some of those pictures. If you go yeah. online and just Google, like, you know, Soviet shuttle, you see these old Cold War era hangars that are just you know, dilapidated with uh, this shuttle in the middle. And it's just, it's cool looking, but it's just kind of, uh, you know, when the Soviet Union collapsed, there are literally hundreds of airfields of just billions of dollars of planes just rotting in like different countries. You could even make the argument that the U.S. space shuttle broke the Soviets back financially and, and, and helped end the Cold War because it they knew they really? had the space shuttle had a def, it was a big you know vehicle for the DoD too they went they had some secret missions in the uh, 80s that the you know they oh they, right till 10 minutes before it was going to launch the missions weren't televised once they were in orbit and they just you just knew when they landed so the Soviets knew they had a problem with the Americans capability with the space shuttle so they spent their asses off trying to develop their own and it's eventually spent them into the ground Speaking of, uh, speaking of broken backs, the Sixers bent the Sixers over their knee tonight, taking them to a record of 3-13 and 13 on the season. Kind of like when the Confederacy's back was broken philosophically at Vicksburg, uh, even though they won that um, during the Civil War. <laughs> no, that was Grant. I think Grant, Grant kicked their ass there. 
Wait, Vicksburg. Oh, I'm thinking of Fredericksburg. Oh yeah, Fredericksburg. Vicksburg was a was a was a Union victory. Yes. How does how would a Southern gentleman describe the Union victory back in that era? Say it was a horrible, horrible day, and (laughs) all Northern aggression was at its full strength, and 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 anger was everywhere. All them Yankee boys running all around with all women. (laughs) Running all around with all women. <laughs> no. uh, Vicksburg, yeah, it was it was a win. Ah. Uh, but yeah, really interesting about the the Soviet shuttle, and interesting that you said the U.S. space program, the U.S. shuttle program, it helped started win the Cold War. It started, in, yeah, and and it started when, in fact, the first commander of the space shuttle was actually on the moon, walking on the moon, John Young on Apollo sixteen, I think it was. He was walking on the moon. It was sixteen or seventeen. Oh wow. Um, he was walking on the moon when they announced to him, ah, Richard Nixon just signed the space budget, which included the space shuttle. So they were developing it starting then. Oh, a real uh, popular person. Yeah. Wow. That is yeah. impressive. Indeed. What do you think about the movie Gravity? So it's entirely like it? Uh, I thought it was entertaining. Oh, I mean, it's completely unrealistic. But it's, it's unrealistic. a movie. Wait, what parts oh, were unrealistic? Wow. Like how oh, they, they have like, the direct themselves in outer space? Yeah, that uh, they have the shuttle going the wrong direction in orbit. It was going west to east. No, oh, from, was it really from the east to the west instead of uh, west to the east? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, it's inaccurate. God. It's like a mirror. Yeah. Oh, so wow. they tried. They actually, they were going to launch shuttles. The Challenger didn't blow up. They're going to launch shuttles from uh, Vandenberg Air Force Base in California as early as late 1986, early 1987, and put them in polar orbits. For especially oh, wow. for spy satellites and shit for the Russians, but to spy on the Russians. But after Challenger blew up, they they scrapped all that shit. When is the, when is the next big NASA launch that they're putting another spacecraft in the in the orbit? Manned. Uh, uh, manned. We're probably about a year and a half away from that. Wow, is it going to be shuttle esque? No, it's going to be Apollo esque. It's going to be like the Apollo. Ooh. It's going to be like the Saturn V. It's going to be bigger, oh, um, and it's going to have wow. solid rocket boosters on it. Uh, like wow. the space shuttle had the two white boosters on either side. Oh, Except these wow. ones are going to be even bigger. It's going to be the most powerful rocket ever built. However, right now, oh, NASA is about two years behind. Uh, Boeing is helping them do a lot of the building. And if Boeing can't pick up the slack on all this stuff, NASA may cancel the contract and just go with SpaceX or uh, another NASA. another company. Space yeah, that, Force. And, oh my gosh. Elon Musk is a is a Bond villain, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at him. He's got weird eyes. He builds electric cars. He's into space. He does underground tunnel testing. He's a he's a villain in a Bond movie. His name's Elon Musk. It sounds like some like a character in like, you know, the world is not enough or something like that. Wait, like who's Bernard. the guy that was on Joe Rogan smoking weed? That was him. That was him. Oh yeah, yeah. he doesn't look he like a Bond villain. He looks like a like a out of work painter. No, he's probably smoking <laughs> weed. Look at that guy. He he, he never blinks. Yeah, yeah, he got yeah. so stoned too. He lo- yeah. he looked like he couldn't handle it. He kind of went off the deep end. Like, this really do this. Just, uh, I mean, he was trying to sell off shares, buy up shares of the company, and take it out of the public realm. And he oh, was yeah. some questionable moves. Where I'm surprised. Very was... questionable moves. And he, he he talks about technology with robots and androids and what that's going to be like in the next five years and crazy stuff. Um, back to the Apollo program, though. It was Kennedy that put that into motion. Okay. Yep. And we're, we're talking 1963, 1962, the moon speech. 61 was the moon 61. Okay. And then Best less speech. than seven years later, eight years later, whatever, uh, we put a man on the moon. Walking on the moon. If you think about that, 
in today's point of view. That's like saying, just to show you how amazing Kennedy was in the space program and the scientists actually are, that's like saying in eight years we're going to put, I don't know, uh, we're going to make flying cars that can take you to planet Saturn and back. And you're like, nah, that's just not happening. And then I, it was like technology that wasn't even there. I mean, we're going into space now, but it was like a whole other thing. To, to create stuff that didn't even exist at the time. It's just incredible because at that time, we were just able to send people into space at a very limited capability. Yeah, barely um, alive. And we couldn't even – when Kennedy made that speech, we weren't even orbiting the Earth yet. We just had shot Alan Shepard two weeks previously you know, on a 16-minute on a suborbital flight. He went straight up and straight back down. And straight back down. And, and to think about the, the, the progress the – progress that yeah. was made in that time to put a man on the moon. And we're not talking about today where you have the technology. We're talking about analog, basic computers that, I mean, if you, something goes wrong with that, you're very television. easily fucked. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, you're talking, I mean, what an unbelievable you're national right. effort. What if we put something like that where we put, you know, the equivalent yeah. of, 2.5% of our gross domestic product into putting a man on the moon. Well, if we put something like to cure for cancer or something, we could right. do it in 10 years. Make it a moonshot deal. Something like that. The, We're talking, the you pharmaceutical go companies won't like that, 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 that <laughs> proposition, Mr. Bob. We decide to cure cancer because but, we choose to cure cancer, and we'll have it done it. in nine years. By the way, not, not to, go ahead, Bob. No, you're talking about 1969, we're walking on the moon. 1903, two guys who were bike manufacturers from Ohio were, were barely flying a plane for 12 seconds at Kitty Hawk. You're talking oh, right. 66 years from that to walking on the moon. It's amazing. Oh, it, yeah. it really is mind-blowing to think about that. To think about, think about the 20th century. Right. I mean, the last 10 centuries before were relatively the same. There was some progress. There were some machines, industrial revolution, all that. But then the 20th century, not only do you have automobiles, you have flying planes, and you have spaceships. and You and can communicate on the other side of the globe Nuclear instantly. Yep. It's amazing to think about the, the 100 years. Like the, pace, 17, just the pace of the development of the technology just went you know, crazy. Because yeah. 1700 to 1860 weren't that much different. Yeah, there was a lot of innovations, but it really you're still on a horse and shitting outside in a box and writing letters with a pen, and it's being delivered by a horse. And then you go to the 20th century, and you're like, no, we're, we're putting guys on the moon, you know? And now we're going back in time to the 50s with time travel with the, the president of the United States. Uh, no, I, I can't back that up. But by the way, not to get off topic, but Trump, Trump signed that. He, first of all, Trump visited California, and he called uh, Paradise, California, Pleasure, California, like three yes. times. Know what's on his mind? Pleasure. Yeah. And then he signed that deal a couple weeks ago with the opioids. How he's going to like, he said, well, Sessions is gone. But he's like, I'm going to give the attorney general, you know, permission to sue the pharmaceutical companies. It's like, good luck with, with that, you know? Yeah. I mean, his, his, his way of doing things is so backwards. Like, first of all, you can't beat the pharmaceutical companies. There's too much money. Second of all, opioids, like Xanax and all that stuff, the only thing keeping half this population able to deal with your bullshit. Like, we're helping you. They're helping people. You know, like his just whole his whole like maverick shoot from the hip thing is just so bogus when you like listen to him. He's never yeah, had to be a, he's a wrestler. Not change. Yeah, he's never he had to be, be different. Not... Like if Ric right. Flair was president, I'm telling you, people just react because he says buzzwords. He has catchphrases, and his daughter did the same dumb thing that like he wants to lock up Hillary for. Did you see this? She used yeah, her no. email for like government shit. 
She used a private email address for official government business. Oh, lock her up. Yeah. We're not even talking like a Hillary's was on a private server. You know, this is a completely private. I don't even know if they have the they have her emails on a server that they control. Could be if it's a private email address. It's like a Gmail account. Google owns those emails. Right. Yeah. Let's let's lock her up. Let's put her in jail for sending some emails. Lock her up. The uh, do you hear Google? You know, uh, not Google. uh, Apple and Zuck at Facebook are arguing. So this past week, Zuckerberg ordered all his employees to get Androids instead of Apple. And I thought, oh, it's because he's worried about like a tech breach, like Apple hacking to Facebook. And he no, it he's was so because he was pissed off. And I'm I'm thinking about Zuckerberg, and, and really an amazing innovator in the sense of what he did. But now, but he he got too rich and too powerful too quick as a kid, and he doesn't know what he's doing. And now there's like security breaches every week. That guy is going to be gone soon. It, it he, happened too fast. Too fast, and he did too. Here's Zuckerberg's problem. Tell me if you guys disagree. He doesn't know when to stop. He wants to take over like everything. He wants to be the new YouTube. Now on Facebook, there's like videos. He wants to do this. He wants to. He bought. He, he wants to buy he everything. He wants Facebook to be the internet, and he wants to be the only site you need to go to for the internet. Right, and it, it, it and it's it's uh, it's. I never thought I'd say this, but the the end is very far away for Facebook, but it is in sight because so many people are turned off by the data breaches and the bullshit and the thinking for you. And apparently it came to light too, I believe, in the past couple of days that he knew about all this Russian hacking and all these Russian bots. Not the hacking. Uh, I hate yes. But the bots, he knew about that and they kept it quiet for about a year. Yeah. They didn't they, fight the government or anything. They kept it down. Uh, I think, and he's trying to expand this platform so much, like you said, too much, too fast, and it's just too much in general. He needs to at some point wall this off somewhere where it ends. And then if you want to do something else on a on a similar platform, create something else. You know? It's a monopoly if I've ever seen one in my life. It's a monopoly. It's, they want to control everything. They want to buy every, And I get it. You want to stay ahead of the curve. You don't want to become MySpace where you're obsolete. But I think his problem is when they went public with the IPO – that's when things started to get weird because then he started having to answer to shareholders and he's like, well, I can make you more money and this and that. And he, he should have just sat tight, come up with some cool little updates every few months and he would have been okay. But it, it, too much, too quick. And it, it's going to, it's not going to be good. And he forged the narrowing of minds. You know, here's what only you like. Here's the only stuff that you follow. Here's the Ooh, only that's... things that you want your opinion to agree with. <laughs> yeah, I'm writing this click, down for the show. You click the Japanese tentacle porn once, and that's all you get on your feed for a week. Uh, by the way, I'm writing these uh, down for the show in the description. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say gold. tentacle? Tentacle. Japanese tentacle porn. I'm writing down notes for the Don't show, envisioning a uh, national hotel pen. It's the hotel Jen and I stayed at Miami for John's wedding afterwards. Hey. Um, and I want to say uh, oh really, God. really tentacle. great people. The tentacle uh, in the pants that uh, – no. But, yeah, it, Facebook was too much and too soon. And, and they're least... guilty of so much shit that they're like – because it got right – we all agree it got huge so quick and then the government started to catch up to it you know that's what always happens right and now they're like finding out like you were almost literally creating an addictive uh 
Certainly. product and knowingly doing it. And it's, yeah, Facebook is, uh, it's not like they sell, they're genius in this regard. They're not selling anything tangible. They're, it's really a free website that generates as much money. Right, but they're, they're selling your they're selling your information. Absolutely, all, all those all those companies, you know, sell the information, but it's a little irresponsible, I think. Right, that's uh, what I think. It's just not. It, there's too many laws and rules that they're kind of like bending, bending and going under and going around, Dicky. and now it's starting to backfire because obviously another country used it to manipulate our election. Yeah, and I think you're right, John, and uh, that's I, I and. You kind of know it, but the way you put it, I think, was just spot on with the narrowing, the narrowing of our beliefs and what we get inside our own box. And like, you know, yeah. my face, if anybody else went on it, you know, aside from the, the, te- the tentacle porn debacle for a week, once I got through that, I clicked on a bunch of other stuff and like sent my email out on Google to a few Ooh. different things. But now I get pet ads and uh, NASCAR, uh, you know. Oh, classic yeah. I just love that you own a, amazing. I, I love that you own a Tim Richmond shirt. Yeah, um, it's just so amazing. Funny, Clark. I commented on it before you got on too. It's so great. It's, a, it's amazing just how they're able to mine the data. Google does it too. I think I because I gave my Gmail. Oh yeah, I love the throwback. Yeah, I gave my Gmail address to Pat. I went in and bought a a, a jacket when I was in Chicago because I forgot to bring a jacket. I'm a moron. It was cold. It was September in Chicago. Story of my life. Yeah. Ooh, so I gave him my email. It's not thinking just, Oh yeah. Email me the receipt. I go on Facebook like the next day and I have like oh. Patagonia, you know, selling me shit on Facebook, not even through Google. Oh, see, it's like, a, it was immediate because Facebook has that third party tracker and that's actually a setting you can turn off. Not that it really does anything anyway. It's just for morale where when you go on Facebook, if you're logged into Facebook and you go on other sites, they track all those cookies. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense to me because it's a third party tracking other third parties, but it's built in there to where they see your browsing. So if you're logged into Facebook, you open another tab and you go to like gap.com, you're going to see like gap stuff on Facebook the next day because yeah, it's all, sense. yeah, which is bizarre. It's a third party tracking. I turn mine off, but I still see them. I give up. And I don't, I don't ever put anything out on Facebook. Like people will do, I always see, uh, which Star Wars character are you? Take the test. And people oh, go, God. let me do it. And when you do it, they go, do you agree to this, this, this? Yes, I do. What you're agreeing to is them to use all your friends' data and all that. So I, I never do that. That's why I've never been hacked or I ever had an a, a internet breach. But that's what happens. They they rely on like idiots. No offense to anybody, to be like, oh, what what's your what color are you? And then you click on it and you're like, oh, I got to change my password. It's like, well, you just gave some third party, not even Facebook, the rights to your whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Puts you in the damn mode. I've never had an internet breach until tonight, I'm sure. My account got hacked like a month ago. I don't know how, though, because I don't click on any shit. But I, then again, when they said that, I guess Which a bunch of our me. passwords and usernames were compromised like a year or two ago, a bunch of them. Not all of them. But I never changed. Whenever they say that, I never change my password. I don't either. Yeah, I just. I don't even know my password on Facebook. It's Yeah, mine's like, the same. It's always gingerbread456. Yeah. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> Gingerbread four five seven. By the way, John, you'll appreciate this, Bob. I've been watching Lost. I've never seen it before, but I'm yeah. painfully mugging through this this uh, mediocre show just to so we can talk about it in the air. But uh, work is <laughs> not. That's all I'm waiting for. Yes. <laughs> but but I've been uh, work's been really hectic lately, so I've been <laughs> today. I'm just gonna talk like Sawyer all day. 
And I got the analysis. So I was like, are you channeling Sawyer from Lost? But I, they were like, hey, Matt, can you help me with this file? And I was like, come on. And, and then like some other guy comes in and he's like, what do you guys want for lunch today? I was like, well, if it isn't Dr. Giggles. And uh, finally I was talking like an idiot. No one's really noticing. So I'm like, ah, they just think I'm retarded. And then finally somebody came in and was like, are you, are you just channeling Sawyer? And I was oh, like. All right, because aren't they all got, fans? Got that right, Freckles. Um, got that right, Yeah, aren't but it's, uh, it's interesting with Facebook. You know what? Uh, Facebook also aggressively buys other companies like Snapchat, or not Snapchat. They offered to buy Snapchat, but they bought Instagram for like sure. two billion. They just they just throw. Yeah, because Instagram was smoking. Instagram they were getting smoked by Instagram with the younger crowd. Right. I, I, I think that was the deal because the older crowd, like us, I think we're more it, the the kids now coming into social media aren't you aren't going on Facebook right away. They're going to Instagram. I'm pretty sure in Snapchat. Yeah, absolutely. No, and Snapchat's dead now too. Yeah, Facebook yeah, for, for the old kids like us. Because Instagram, because Snapchat, they're idiots. They didn't sell their rights, so then everybody just copied what they did because they didn't they didn't have things trademarked. So Instagram stole all their filters and masks and bunny faces and dogs that when you lick, you know they did all that. You lick. And Instagram, it just feels like there's less hate and anger and division. Yeah, right. It's, fun. it's just nicer. It's just yeah. yeah. It's nicer because you had it's more like friendly to artists. It's better because you have to post a picture. They're pretty good with their spam filters. Like if you report something, they'll take it down. It's it's yeah. it's pretty easy. Yeah, I don't see too many political stuff on there. You know, where Facebook is like, I believe this way. Hashtag MAGA. If you don't agree, unfriend me. Unfriend me. Fuck you. Hashtag MAGA. MAGA. Or it goes it. another way too. You know, oh, you didn't vote for Hillary. You created this. You voted for Trump. You're a monster. You're not. You're not allowed to have your views. You're not allowed to have a thought, Bob. You need to be a drone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's insane how they do that. Do you guys use Snapchat? No, I have it, but I only use it uh, for the one voice filter where it like changes me into like a dawn, a, a, like a spawn of Satan or something. Uh... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, where you like you you open your mouth and scream and you get yeah and finally does it yeah because I saw John did one where it's like he was he was like a it was right before Halloween two or three years ago and he had it like he was like made himself with the filters look like a zombie and he had his voice changed he's like I just really looking forward to Halloween and he like looks out the window and Christmas and it, <laughs> wait how what was that how long ago it was really deep it was just really it was really really good really how how long ago was that I remember out. that. Bob, what was the tentacle quote again that you said earlier? <laughs> Japanese tentacle porn. Bad Japanese. Yeah, that's it. Where they, where they subdue. <laughs> How old were you guys when that Jerry, Snapchat? Gold, Jerry, <laughs> that? That, like, that was like three years ago? Snapchat? I don't even. I think I had it downloaded once before and I deleted it because I never used it. I downloaded it that other time just to get that one. Just to get it. I haven't, I've used it like twice. haven't used it since that. I don't think I've ever even sent anything out. I've done that too. Yeah, like download. I downloaded it twice, which is the number two, which is the first number in Hendrix number twenty-five, which was Tim Richmond's car that he drove in NASCAR. Which brings me to the point. Of Hendrix, Hendrix, Hendrix Motorsports, which in nineteen eighty-six, uh, Tim Richmond hired veteran crew chief uh, Harry Hyde. Is that the Robert Duvall character in Days of Thunder? Yep. Okay. Was he as salty and wise? Yeah, Salty, grumpy old man. He was like a Korean War veteran. World War II, Korean War veteran. Had been in the sports since the 1960s. Uh, knew everything there is to know about racing. And Rick Hendrick hired him to basically 
put some guardrails up around this young hotshot Tim Richmond, who was wrecking a lot of race cars. Was they could tell he had talent, but he was just tearing his shit up. So they put wow. Harry Hyde there to to channel him, and they were they won eight races uh, in the one season they were together. I think they won a total of like uh, twenty races together before he eventually died. But Tim Richmond was going to be uh, oh if he had survived. Speaking of tearing it up, Kemba Walker, after his 60-point performance and a loss to the Sixers, scored 43 tonight in a win against the Celtics for the Hornets. Back to you, man. Wow. Kind of like how Walker is an adjective to describe Tim Richmond after he won his uh, second victory and walked away from the car and gave a press conference. I believe it was 84. Bob? It's also a zombie in The Walking Dead. His first, I want to say his second victory was in 85 or 86. Okay. So he was, uh, he died in 91? 89. Dude, he had a very quick career then. He's 33 when he died. Yeah, he started an IndyCar. And he came from a really well-off family in Ohio. And... Didn't we do a whole show on him? Well, dude, this is part two. What are you this talking about, John? Tales. <laughs> oh, okay. You got to get creative and shoehorn something in here. I'll hang up and not listen. Okay, thank you. I listen. Yeah, he came from a well-to-do family in Ohio, and uh, he was racing Indy cars, and he got in a really bad wreck uh, in the Indy car race. And his mom basically told the father, "If you uh, don't get him out of these race cars, I'm going to kill you." So they put him in the safe stock cars, where they only lose a couple drivers a year. <laughs> where Indy cars lose how many a, a year? God, they're just they're just way more dangerous. They're smaller, lighter, faster. You know, you do the they're math. They're cool. They're cooler too, right? No. You're you're a NASCAR guy. Yeah, you can't you can't beat and bang like you can with stock cars. Now Jeff Hassinger, who loves uh, clothing, oh my also does not watch NASCAR. He thinks it's just round and round. I now just, he's an innovator. I think oh he gosh. could look past that at some point oh and appreciate the sport for the talent that it is. Will you, Bob? Will you be able to break Jeff Hassinger and get him into the sport? I've tried on numerous occasions with. Uh, Actually, no success. I may have actually uh, made him more against NASCAR than uh, actually trying to bring him. <laughs> you made him hate it. Before he used to he care for it. it. Now he hates it. Now he like prank calls NASCAR. Yes. He hates it with a passion of like you know, that burns hotter than a thousand hells. Thousand, hotter than a, a thousand Saturn Fives. Yeah. Well, we do the History Hour with Bob, ladies and gentlemen. We always like to include a segment called History Hour, Would You Rather? And this is the Would You Rather version of history where we give Bob uh, two scenarios and he has to pick one. And past ones have included Would You Rather Stop 9-11 or JFK Getting Assassinated and so oh. on and so forth. And Bob, I want to know if you're down to tackle this gingerbread latte tonight and uh, get some of these questions <laughs> answered because the world needs to know your uh, mind, uh, brainwave uh, thoughts. Let's do this. All right. Jesus. Tonight, John loves lists, by the way. The yeah. first one up tonight is Bob. Also, like, incredibly Let's long intros. <laughs> Bob, would you rather be in an F-14 Tomcat flying over Siberia and shoot down the Russian Buran space shuttle as it's taking off with your sidewinders and watch that thing go crashing into a mountain? Sidewinder. Getting, getting dark. Or would you rather be a fighter pilot during Pearl Harbor, the attack still happens, but you're able to knock out like 40 enemy planes, 40 zeros. What would you rather have happened? Oh. And the implications being immediate battle that's going to have the same aftermath or a pinpoint through the heart of Russia. Am I saving lives? 
uh, at Pearl Harbor? Or is it kind of, am I keeping a couple of those torpedoes from hitting those ships? It, no, but you're killing more Japs. Uh, let's just put it that way. Well, if I shoot down the spa- the Russian space shuttle, does it land on a highly populated Russian village when it crashes? It, land- it lands in the mountain. Just kidding, that's terrible. Yeah, uh, we hope it does. It lands in, it lands in Pripyat. Who don't? They're all communists. Them. I mean, come on. Yeah, they're not. They don't have souls. <laughs> right. God. Yeah, they're like redheads. Um, no, but, uh, probably have to go with the Pearl Harbor thing. That's pretty cool. I would have said the same thing. Yeah. It's not like we were actively fighting the Russians during the Cold War. No, that would have been that would have been a bit brazen to go in there and uh, light the Buran up with uh, some sidewinders. Would you rather, Bob? I think Dave Armstrong was given sidewinders in the CB West locker room in '96 during the Valley Forge campaign. Let's go, baby! During the the Valley Forge winter, when Washington and his troops were, were bedded down in the cold, wintry ways of Pennsylvania's winter, would you rather sit down for a night? Drinking old ale with George Washington for the entire evening and hearing him talk about war, life, politics, what he thinks about the country, how Martha is in bed, all that stuff. A night with Washington. Yeah. Or would you rather be on the Air Force One with JFK going to Dallas, not knowing he's going to die, but being able to talk to him about stuff and then realize that later on? God. That you spent the last night of his life or two uh, I gotta go George Washington. Yeah. Right. Actually I did an internship uh in Washington DC when I was a senior in or my last year in college, in the fall of my last year. Oh, wow. And one of the guys one of the guys that worked at the internship with me, he was one of the full time employees. I, I was he was one of the guys I reported to. He was a young Air Force uh I guess he was a young airman on Air Force One when JFK was president. And he, oh my gosh. he had like candid shots oh of like gosh. his personal camera of him and JFK, like JFK's bunk that he slept in with the special uh, pack because he had bad back. Yeah, he did. I literally thought he was just, you know, yanking my crank, just telling me all these stories about him and JFK, but he was not full of crap. He was, Dude, that's amazing. He was on Air Force One with the guy. I mean, it was pretty cool. Damn. So, that's amazing. That's incredible. That's a, that's a story right there. Yeah, he had. He was probably the best storyteller too, and just had the most interesting stories. That's uh, incredible. Ever, ever come to contact with like that? Bob, would you rather have been in Ford's theater and stopped the assassination of President Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the Union, ah. or have been the book depository in Dallas and have killed Oswald before he pulled that bullet? James Franco in eleven twenty-two sixty-three. Yes, but he failed. He now brought a chip with him, and they always slow you down. They always slow you down. Um, go go I think, alone. I think I'm going to have to say I'm going to have to be uh, with, uh, with a Louisville Slugger baseball bat right behind Lee Harvey Oswald in the Texas oh. School. Oh. Before he fires uh, any of the shots. And here's why. Because the yes. Civil War was already – it was done when Lincoln was shot. It's horrible that we lose a president, we lose a life. But the Civil War is over. Lincoln's, and if you just look at Lincoln's legacy uh, from kind of a historically selfish standpoint, his legacy was preserved because he died before he had to go through Reconstruction, to which he did not have a solid plan for Reconstruction. You're right. Much different Abraham Lincoln we read about today if he hadn't been killed in Ford's Theater than it is, you know. He's still one of the best presidents, but it, you know, right. it's almost like this is horrible to say it's a human life. He was a father, a husband. Uh, a great leader, uh, but he almost ducked out at the perfect time. Right, that is exactly. so well said. JFK, JFK 
we're we're starting to get into Vietnam. We have all this shit going on with the Soviets. Maybe we don't get into right. Vietnam like we were going to if JFK lived. That's the argument. That's I admire why your, Stephen King wrote that book. I really admire your biscuits and gravy on that one because that one is really don't forget the, don't forget the country fried steak. Oh yes, and the succotash, and the cornbread, and the black and the beans. Fine sweet tea. Oh, there goes the dynamite. Some lemonade on the side. Yeah, if you get your sweat the ground, you take your hanky off and just dab it a little bit. Oh, in my thermos. You're right. They did the old so, nasty so. bit. In my lunch pail. Would you rather, Bob? You still up for this uh, bullshit? Yeah. Good? Uh, yeah. Uh, Bob, would you rather be the guy that caught Saddam Hussein during the invasion of Iraq and physically found him and took him in? Or... Would you rather have been the guy, albeit this time you're an American who killed Gaddafi in that tunnel? Hmm. I would like to be the guy that was about to throw that grenade down the spider hole at uh, at Saddam Hussein, and he had, he had literally had the pin ready to pull the pin out, and he said, "Oh my gosh!" Yelled, yelled down in the hole, and Saddam poked his head out. And he's like, "Really? Oh, yeah. You get your ass out of there. This grenade's going in." And okay, so they were supposed to take him alive. Yeah, that's what they were told. Oh, By who? Alive. How did he die? They hung him. No disintegration. He was hung, right? Yeah, they yeah. Hung. I remember watching the video. Video got out. It was pretty bad. I kind of wish it didn't get out. U.S. U.S. troops <laughs> hung him. It was a. Uh, it was an international tribunal. He was tried over there. I think it was actually like an Iraqi court system that was propped up, obviously by us and the international community. But he was tried by and convicted by his own people. We had guys that dressed he, up like Saudi, Is that why he Saudis. died by that way? <laughs> because hanging yeah. seems a little like barbaric for that year. Yeah, for 2006, I think it was 2007. Yeah, I mean, pretty, he deserved it. He, pretty, got, well, he absolutely deserved it. He deserved worse. But, All right, he's a barbarian. But, you know, the gen, General William McChrystal, uh, you know, oh, was yeah. responsible for carrying that mission out. And then also the mission the to uh, get together for... for uh, to kill bin Laden, you know, and Donald Trump says, uh, well, the Navy SEALs, uh, they, they could have gotten there sooner. That uh, took them a lot of time. They could have been quicker about it. Okay. Like what he said about the California wildfires. He's like, uh, they're yeah. underprepared because I uh, defunded them a year ago. I would like Bob, to see Trump run up the stairs with his bone spurs and a rifle and try to take it. Right. Bob, would you rather bone be spurs. Chuck replacing Chuck Yeager and flying the Bell X-1 to break oh. mock? One was it? Yep. Yeah, Glamorous Glennis. Glamorous Glennis, which is at the National Aeronautics Space Museum in DC, I believe. You've seen that. Hanging would you rather seat. would you rather have been instead of Chuck Yeager, uh is it Yeager? Chuck Yeager? Yeager, Yeager. Matt Clark and all the facts. Yeager. Uh, would you rather replace him at break the speed or would you rather be in twenty SR seventy one Blackbird Soviet missions and take uh photographs that are probably, crucial? Probably blackbirds. Yeah. Blackbird, because you get to go Mach, Mach 3.5, and you see the curve of the Earth, you're at 85,000 feet. It's just badass. And then you get, the best part is, too, and there's a great YouTube video on this, of these SR-71 pilots are listening to, uh, you know, air traffic controllers, and they're calling out as they're, you know, scooting up. You know, they take off, I think, in California. They go up to Washington Washington State. They loop back around towards, like, Austin, Texas, you know, oh wow! Round into California, oh. you know, just on a, just getting some flight time in, and they're hearing like a little pilot calls out, "Okay, uh, oh, air and ground wow. speed tower," and they give the air and ground speed, oh, and then there's an wow. F-16 pilot who thinks he's hot shit, who's you know at thirty thousand feet, you know, 
Aaron Grouse straight check tower. And, you know, oh, you're doing about Mach 1.2 at 30, at 42,000 feet. So then uh, the guy says, and I was reaching for my radio button. I knew that day I had the best co-pilot in the world because I hear him click the mic and say, this is Blackbird so-and-so, uh, Aaron Groundspeed, please. Uh, you guys are doing about uh, 3,050 miles an hour at 87,000 feet. And like oh, you said, oh. dead, dead silence after that. That F-16 can, pilot didn't didn't say anything after can that. Can you send me that video if you yeah. find it? 87,000? The guy tells it way better than I just did. He's really good. It, 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 Dude, that's amazing. The SR seventy one's been shot at like thousands of times too, and was never hit. No, like, cannot it, run. Yeah, it's, it's too, too high. Too, yeah, the it's too amazing. The uh, the what is it called, Clark? SR seventy one. Yeah, the Blackbird. It actually it didn't have a fuel tank. Its fuel tank was just below the outer skin. So when it'd be on the tarmac, they'd fuel it up and the thing would be leaking fuel all over the place. The only way to make the oh. fuel stay in the plane was to get up to speed where the a skin the body heats up oh. and, and oh, wow. it closes all the gaps and the, it holds all the fuel. For That's Andrew. why as soon as they get up, they have to refuel that thing. For and then they can, they can, you know. Oh my God. Oh my. The Rams are leading still 40 to 30 with 13, 31 left in the fourth. Oh my God. Who are they playing? We need the Chiefs to win this. Chiefs playing a uh, big, big red Andy Reid. Doesn't matter. Bob, Saints. would you rather? Uh, I'll do one more tonight. Would you? Uh, one oh more gosh. question. Oh, oh my gosh. Hour, would you rather? Would you rather history hour version edition? Bob, would you rather when John Adams uh, traveled to Philadelphia for the congregation, the meeting of Congress, when he was called? Would you rather have been traveling with him through those long weeks? And miles and talking to him and getting to know the grumpy oh, old man, learning that that wisdom. But he was such or a dick. Would you rather replace Andrew Johnson and be Lincoln's vice president? Oh my gosh! As limited oh, as that may be. What would you rather do? I'd rather uh, tra- travel with Adams. Yeah. Because of the like wisdom and the the man himself. Yeah, I think you get more from that than having to take Lincoln's spot. And would I have to be Andrew Johnson or would I have to, would I be me? I was thinking about that, but I think you would be you. Okay. Well, that's a mess you got to clean up. Oh, it's a bad, it's a bad mess. And nobody's going to look good. I mean, he fucked it up royally because he was a piece of shit Southern sympathizer. I mean, sympathizers. Was he really? But he, he kind of went both ways. He, he kind of wanted slavery to exist. He wanted slavery to still exist, but he didn't want to, you know, it was, Lincoln put him on the ticket. Lincoln put him on the ticket to essentially knowing they're going to win the war so they can kind of appease the South and, yeah, for votes. Right. So, like, Maryland didn't go uh, uh, completely to a slave state, you know, like Virginia did, because then Washington, D.C. would be surrounded by slave states. Oh. oh. Right. Otherwise, oh. Your, your president after Lincoln would have been a guy named Hannibal Hamlin. And he, right. And he was impeached, too, Johnson. Yeah. Johnson was impeached, yeah, because he wasn't enforcing, basically, the reconstruction laws that said slavery has to end in the South, because he was a piece of shit. Yeah, he was from, uh, what state was he from? Texas? Tennessee. I have an idea. We'll, we'll just call it people that work for free. Yeah. Yeah. That's changing like, it, right? That's abolishing like that, slavery. Like, we'll just change what well, we call it. I've mentioned that before, but it's like that Family Guy episode where they have Lincoln coming out of like a cabin after the war. <laughs> And he's like, hey, Bob, how's it going? He's like, yeah, I know your, your lawn's looking pretty high. He's like, yeah, I know. I used to have a guy for that, dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. So Max, bad. you should have a guy for that dick. But I. So but good. I. Th- I would agree with you. I think. I think. Just traveling with John Adams and, and picking that brain and and I mean that was a. Like you said in the last show that you were on, John, John Adams. Is, even have like monuments or statues after him and he knew that while he was alive because yeah. he was a grumpy old man as one part of him is aside from a genius and a great statesman and all that but he's one of the like more forgotten in, in a weird way kind of forefathers yeah he wasn't an endearing guy he wasn't a very good conversationalist he didn't like to make small talk he didn't have that charm and that uh uh you know geez that just anything that would charisma you know, like ability charisma. That's what I was looking for. Didn't have any of that stuff. Like a lot of those guys had. Washington had it. Jefferson certainly had it. Um, Which is amazing. James Monroe. Yeah. Did he even want it? Adams didn't have that. He was very, I guess you could say he's kind of like very northern in that regard. You know, very short Uh, point. Let's let's get this. Quick, pissed off. There's much work to be patient. There's much to do. Let's like just do this. Get out of my way. Get out of my way. Like Japanese tentacle porn. Yeah, something like that. You gotta be careful with that stuff. Yeah, it's wild. It's got tentacles, man. It's got tentacles. Chiefs score thirty-seven forty now with twelve oh four to go. We wow. got ourselves a football game now. <laughs> it's a close one. The the Eagles um play who whom next week? Is uh, it the Redskins? No, they don't play Washington, right? Yeah. And Washington just signed uh, the Dirty Sanchez as yes. their quarterback. Yes. So I cannot wait. If we do not beat them, uh, I will. Uh, I will Giants. burn my house. I will now suffer. the Eagles. The Eagles Giants. obviously still have a chance Giants. to get in the playoffs. Mm. Uh, are they going to? Are they going to swap up? Uh, put Nick Foles in there, or is it more of a defensive angle? No, I think you. Uh, you got to go with. I think. A, a seven and nine team in the NFC East can win the division. The, the NFC East it's is true. happy. It's, but, it's awful. It uh, you good. Keep, Carson Wentz had no help, really no help on uh, on Sunday. He wasn't getting any. Uh, didn't seem like the receivers were getting open, or he wasn't seeing him. I don't know. I'd have to like look at film. But and, I don't. I don't. He, the line wasn't blocking. He had three or four guys in the freaking backfield every time. Yeah, and, he, and the, the 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 interception in the first quarter too. That was ugly. Uh, was bad. Was ugly. Yeah, that was ugly. Right, but I think I feel like that kind of sets the tone for you know your your uh, when you're doing that it, it kind of messes you up a little bit. We were talking earlier about running up the score and you know it's it's yes just don't let them score on you. But I also have no problem with Malcolm Jenkins giving his coach the finger, his former coach. That was great, and then, I and think that's cool mainly just because I'm an Eagles yeah. fan. That's you're in the heat of the moment. You're in competition. That's what Malcolm Jenkins said. He said he even talked. I think he said he talked to Sean Payton afterwards. And you know yeah, they go he, way back. So it's not like a personal thing. It's just like, yo, man, you just effed me up on that play. Right. He didn't right. say anything. He just gave him the finger, like and, you know. Yeah. And Payton said that one of the biggest mistakes the Saints made in the past twelve years was uh, releasing him. Letting him go. Yeah. Yeah. They said that was like one of our biggest mistakes was letting him, Malcolm Jenkins go. So it's not like he's like up in arms, like I'm offended. No. Atrocious. He's a true leader. He's a true yeah. leader. Yeah, he's a good like leader. The, and he was the only one who had a good game. 
but then he got burnt. The Saints are going to win the Super Bowl this year? <sighs> right now, right now, play, the Saints will beat anybody handily. Yeah, they're like Tyson in 92. Yeah. Defense. Is their defense. defense that good? No. Defense is the best offense. Now. now. Sports of John, 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 John. Sports of John, Sports of John, Sports of John, Sports of John. Sports of John. John, 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 John. Sports of John, Sports of John. John, 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 John. Sports of John, Sports of John. Sports of John, 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 John. Sports of John, Sports of John. We only got seven points off of a shitty defense. I think they're ranked like in the high teens, low 20s. Yeah, they're not as... So that's why I'm like a little hesitant to say that they're going to win the Super Bowl because to win the Super Bowl, everything has to be clicking. Yeah, and it has to be crisp, like a like a Nantucket Jim Salisbury steak. He hung fifty points or forty eight on a very third stringy defense. Ah! Yeah, none of these defensive backs that played yesterday were on the roster in the first game of the season. They all came from the practice squad. Oh, dear or we Lord, picked one, baby one of them Jesus. Walk away. <laughs> bad, just so bad. And, but you got to be able to manage it. And I really think the missing, the X factor that's missing from this team from last year is Frank Reich. I know, now- dude, you said that, and you're so right because Doug Peterson looks like he's playing like, like I don't know, Madden '93 football. Yeah. <laughs> Tech <laughs> He's not consistent. Like we were, we were able to run the ball somewhat a little bit with Adams uh, on, on Sunday, and, and he just didn't stick with it. He can run, run until it stops working, then pass it, switch it up. Yeah, that's beyond me i think frank reich last year really did that's why the eagles played that's why he's got the colts playing over their heads right now that's why he had the eagles he he was part of the reason why the eagles played over their heads last season with all the injuries and that's why you saw those first two regular season games where nick Foles they're trying to dial them in he didn't look that good they had the falcons game where he looked a little bit better and then after that no. he took off vikings patriots he was you know insane i know i Taken away, so it's just yeah, we're, not good. We, we haven't earned that. We, it's we've like lost. now we're the champions, so people want to play us better. When we yeah. were the underdog, people were like, "Eh, we're gonna beat them. We're expected to win." Uh, oh, there goes the dynamite! Role. Uh, now we're the hot chick. Year, we're the hot chick a year later, who right. maybe put about ten or fifteen pounds. We got a little <laughs> bit of acne going on. You know, not quite the same. Little, maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, chin hair or something. I don't know what's going it's a on. New but... freshman <laughs> class. Yeah, yeah. We're yesterday's news right now, so need to need to pick that up a little bit. And it could be also a man too. You know, I don't want to just single out women there and be sexist to be accused of anything on this. Uh, <laughs> this fine program. Well, don't worry about it. Um, leading in statistics in the NFL offensive, Matt Ryan is number one in yards, Todd Gurley in rushing, and Julio <laughs> Jones in receiving. Isn't it amazing? Ryan and Julio Jones are both number one, and what do they the have Falcons to show for mediocrity? Falcons, uh, dude, the Rams are so good. Like You guys all better jump on this L.A. bandwagon. we got LeBron and basketball and the Rams. Like L.A. is the place. LA, I love LA. And the Rams coach is younger than all of us. LeBron scored 50 in uh, Miami last night. Incredible. Oh my gosh. 51, I do believe. Uh, defensively, 
in tackles, I just want to point out if John Poland's listening and NP Kiko Alonso third in the oh, league us. in tackling. Uh, Darius Leonard is first. Uh, Chip in sacks Arnold Donald and uh, Aaron Donald and interceptions to Monte Kazee. Oh, sounds five. Irish. That's amazing that LeBron straps on the sandpaper doldo and just takes it to Little Spolstra and the Miami Heat. Is Spolstra still the coach there, or am I dating myself? Oh, yeah. He'll coach there the rest of his life. Yeah. Spolstra. Sounds like a nice sofa from Sephora. LeBron leads the league in scoring, 28 points a game. Embiid fourth with 27. He's uh, had another double-double tonight. Why aren't the Sixers winning? More. They, yeah, what's, they've what's won going again. on with that? They've won like three in a row. What's their What's their record? I know I they, they haven't lost at home. Okay, that's pretty good. Then I retract my previous statements. And, no, but uh, they were not, they off the, so. they were off to a rocky start. But <laughs> I think they've won like three of the four games Butler's been uh, on okay. the team. They're twelve and seven. Okay, all right. Fourth place. Twelve, twelve and seven. Twelve and seven. All right, I that. Um, a lot of basketball left to be played. Do you want to know? Yeah. Do you want to know the two worst teams in the league? Do you want to guess? Yes. Yeah. The Heat. No. No. Mm. No. The Nets. No. The Knicks. Knicks are close, but the Cavs. The Cavs are two and thirteen. Oh my gosh! Barrasanta. And uh, the Phoenix Suns, as I mentioned earlier, were handed their 13th loss. They are 3-13. and 13. Weren't they supposed to be? Oh, no, I'm thinking of the Nuggets. The Nuggets are good this year. Nuggets are very good. They won like their first nine games. They're now 12-6, and six, though. Clark, anything on Floyd shit weather? I mean, Mayweather. Mayweather. Bob, what's your policy on Floyd Mayweather? Because we like to access the uh, Apple dick feed here dick and feed. talk about Floyd. Dick feed. I, uh, I dick don't feed. have a particular policy on him. I uh, I think he's an incredibly boring boxer to watch, but he's a great yeah. boxer. He, he doesn't take any punches, and he plays great defense, and he's quick as shit, but he makes boxing suck again. He's like he spars. He just wins yeah. by points. Right. He's very uninteresting. Yeah, he just I want the latest the heavyweight, the guy like six foot four with toaster fists. You know, that's what I want to see in a boxing ring. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to see Tyson. I don't want to see like a guy smaller than me. Like, Ooh, you know, there goes the dynamite. Uh, the latest, it's very boring. For Tentacles. Mayweather. He, he back, for that. So he's 50 salad. now. He retired. And then he came out and said he was going to fight Tenshin uh, Nasukawa in Japan. And uh, once he realized he was going to get his ass kicked, he uh, backed out and said, oh, the promoter said this. And I went along with it. Because, you know, it's not like he has a team of people or anything. So yeah. the latest from Floyd Mayweather is he said the fight is back on, but it's not going to count for anything. Uh, which is a safety way of saying, when I lose, it doesn't count as a loss because it's just like a fake fight. I wasn't really trying. Yeah, so he's, he's going to fight. It's going to be a UFC fight? It's going to be a boxing no. fight. Boxing. He would and never do a UFC. Okay, I was going to say I misunderstood that then. Wow, okay. Yeah. No, it's a good question because that's what people were – talking about was what kind of fight's going to be but it's going to be a regular bout but it's not going to count for anything that way when he loses uh he could be like eh, you know, it doesn't count a part of the record it's so Exhibition. lame i'm just doing it for the payday exactly on board for that potato uh, salad. but his brand is fading and he's becoming more of the opponent as opposed to like the main fight it's more oh. of like he's more of a sideshow act like it's he, he needs to wait, stop doing it that. save his money stop buying bullshit 18 million dollars yeah. Watches 
ton uh, of money. Bester's quest. He's gonna blow it all. I mean, he the guy spends money like it's water. He just uh, thinks it's always gonna be quest. there. And uh, his brand's fading. He's he's getting older in boxing, and he, he, it's sad if he you know he, he, he needs to go to hack- yearly uh, annual. Uh, I don't want to get into finance. ups to the Mensa Society. So I mean, I don't want to get into finance. He's got to save it. Have you guys ever seen the a live boxing match? What did you say, Clark? Have you ever seen a live boxing match? A fight? I have not. I've never seen, seen one. one. I've seen a live. I've been to a UFC fight. No. Oh, really? I've been to. It was Bellator in oh, Miami. Yeah. Was it it's brutal? Like, it's a poor man's UFC. Oh yeah. I was like, what's Bellator? I actually saw Herschel oh, yes. Walker fight a guy. What? I think yeah. I remember oh, this. The old Eagle Viking. Oh, yeah. Come wow. On. And he fought Herschel. I think it was 46, 47. Came out looking like he was not a day over 22. And he shredded. He fought like a 23-year-old who is a fighter. But Herschel Walker was in so much better shape, he beat the guy to a pulp. I heard Really? That. I remember I remember this. He beat the crap out of him. Yeah. You were there? He's just so yeah. strong. Wow. Yeah, he just and he just lasted so long. and he, was, he, he didn't take too many punches. And the guy, you could tell, was gassed by the third round. And Herschel just went in and destroyed him. Amazing. And you could see you could see how much better this oh, better a fighter wow. this other guy was than Herschel Walker, but Herschel Walker just just, he was just, he just outwinded him. Yeah. Yep. He's wore wow. him out. What a yeah. beast of a man. That guy's a specimen. Unbelievable too. And he's a yeah. smart dude. He's got he invested, I think, in like a bunch of like chicken farms or something, and he's a big distributor of chickens to like Purdue and like Tyson oh, and Wow. Yeah, Gee, he did the right moves. I thought I'd yeah, right. Chip and so I saw him play once, right? But the the yeah. first football game I ever saw was Eagles versus the Saints, ironically, and when I was a kid, and it was Herschel Walker before he went to uh, he went to the Vikings after. No, he went to the Eagles and he went to the Cowboys. No, he oh, there goes the, the dynamite. Traded to the Vikings, then we had him. Then I think he played for like the 49ers and then retired. Yeah. Right, he was on one of the, one of those one year teams that you don't get injured. Yeah, interesting though. Yeah. yeah, that's all I have on the Apple Dick feed with Mr. Mayweather. Final note: the Pelicans score 140 points as they beat the Spurs 126. And that. <gasps> oh, it's biting me back, and I like it. You must have a venereal disease, but that's okay because I have one, two, eight. This sports, John, John. I'm surprised it wasn't funny. <laughs> that was a great yeah, no, show, that boys. That wasn't funny at all. That was a terrific show, boys. I'm sorry, I was a little distracted. You can find me. I think the baby is still awake, so I gotta go. Man. All right, boys. This was a great show, Bob. Thank you so much for being on the show. Please yes. come back Lord again Coons, this week if you, you want. We got a big Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. From the gentleman in charge of the Apollo Space Program's reinvigoration, Mr. Bob. To the man in charge of watching the Pelicans score 140 points and then go home and have sex with another woman, John, I'm talking about the Pelicans, not John, Jonathan Hassinger, to the man in charge of watching a YouTube video of Pelicans at 2 a.m. and texting these guys about it on Facebook, Matthew Clark, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and good night, everybody. Anthony Davis has a unibrow. Godspeed. <laughs> Tell me who's gonna see me 
gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I fight the world, I fight you, I fight myself, I fight God, just tell me how many burdens left. I fight pain and hurricanes, today I wept. I'm trying to fight back tears, flood on my doorstep. Life and living hell, puddles of blood in the street. Shooters on top of the building, government aid ain't relief. Earthquake, the body drop, the ground breaks. The poor run with smoke lungs and scar face. Who need a hero? Hero. Who need a hero? Look in the mirror, there go your hero. Who on the front lines at ground zero? My heart don't skip a beat even when hard times bumps the needle. Mass destruction and mass corruption. The souls are suffering men Clutching on deaf ears again Rapture's coming It's all prophecy And if I gotta be sacrificed For the greater good Then that's what it gotta be You don't pray for me Take my pain for me Save my soul for me Cause I'm alone to see If I won't die for you Let's go baby If I won't kill for you Let's go baby Then I spill this blood for you Let's go baby As I mentioned before, the relatives, well, my parents are in town, not the rel- the relatives. Relatives. <laughs> Betty and Jeff are in town, and <clears throat> it's one of those things where it's like a, a clash of, of lifestyles, you know, like we have our everyday shit and so do they and like when they come here they bring it and they just like activate it and just expect it to just happen <laughs> like all their iPads and uh, phones and watches and they all they're all going off you know they have ringtones that were popular in like 2002 you know like the cricket and the duck <laughs> the clown horn <laughs> 
Yeah, it's when worlds collide. They when no sense you guys, your routine. Yeah. Yeah, it's it it gets interesting. Yeah, my parents were here last week. Oh, they were there last week. Yeah. Why not? Uh, you know. They just wanted week. to come down for the long weekend I'd off on Veterans Day. Oh. So they came down on that Wednesday after uh, the elections. That's it's cool. Voting, yeah. And we're going up there uh, the day after Christmas. Day after Christmas and you're going to stay for New Year's? Yeah. Hmm. Yes, did he? Hmm. So, um, where are you? I'm in my uh, living room. Hmm. We painted it, so it looks different. Oh, nice! It's a lovely Damn. gray. Right. <laughs> it's a cheery, cheery, wonderful gray. gray. It actually it looks good, man. That's like basically yeah. what the color of our house is. It's like blue gray. Yeah, it matches anything. Anything yeah. goes. And you don't get like, like tired of it because it's so like subtle. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's better than the diarrhea brown color this was in here before. So that uh, makes a difference. The only problem is now we need to actually hang some pictures and pretend like we can decorate. And I, I, I want a bigger TV now too because it makes the TV look tremendously small and incredibly, incredibly far away. Really? Yeah, just the color change. It does. It feels like it's 10, like ten miles away now. Oh, weird. Oh my gosh. Uh, you probably can't. It doesn't do it justice. But I remember yeah. your TV at your house in Coral Springs. It was almost like there's no way you're not three feet from the television, no matter where you sit. Yeah, I I missed that. It was just perfect size for two people, easy to clean. Carrie and I could wipe that place clean in like 45 minutes. Oh, God, nothing to it. The memories at that place. I oh. mean. There, there could be movies or like a TV series based on like just a few weekends at that place. <laughs> um, so, Bob, we obviously jumped on a little early. I know that yeah, I have. I Wait, know are that we recording? Like an echo. Yeah, we're recording. Okay. Um, sorry. That's a fine. Uh, but Shit. we we wanted to kind of just chat, just you and I, before Clark got on here. And I'm really regretting doing this uh, from the kitchen because I can hear the. Do you want to move? I you want to like take a couple minutes to reset here and move? Yeah. 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 Do it. I got. Uh, yeah. Uh, Just hit me back sure? when you set up somewhere else. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. All We're right, good. Let me, let me stop. And we'll be right back after these words. Oh, there goes the dynamite! 